Dear King, Father, you are all-knowing and you sit outside of time. From that place, you can see the full picture and we basically know nothing. So all I'm asking is that for this time we have together, help us to color inside the lines. Convict us to keep our intentions pure. Give us holy boldness, God, to go after what pleases you and unique strategy so that when we go forth, we bring more royals home. From my whole heart, God, your daughter, Pia. Welcome back to another episode of Dear King, the podcast. It's your God, Sis Pia, and I am so happy to welcome you back into the podcast. Your girl got some good news, but hey, if this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. Please listen closely to this episode and determine if it's something that you can vibe with. If so, please consider subscribing um, and making sure that you can listen to this podcast as often as possible, but then also run it up to somebody else let them know that it encouraged you so that we can get more people over here loving on God and loving on each other we're trying to build community so that we can be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ in the earth I'm so happy to have everybody all the royals y'all listen your girl got the job yay oh my god it's been such a long time coming and I could not wait to get on here to tell you that your girl got a promotion that final job offer was accepted and I could not be more thrilled of course I had all the tears and just so grateful to God I literally just thanked him for his divine timing I thanked him for his preparation I thank him for hiding me in the secret places during my season of grief when I just wasn't ready I just had so many words of thanks for him And I was just so grateful for my mom's preparation, for all the time she spent um, just encouraging me, testing me, pushing me, begging me to um, apply, just all the applied knowledge that she shared with me. I was just in a bubble of gratitude and the tears, y'all, just kept on flowing. So I'm just very happy to share that news with you all, my royals, my family, Um, And just want you to be encouraged in whatever season that you're in, whatever waiting season, whatever season that you're trying to climb into, just know that when you're ready, it will be ready for you. Okay, Uh, so let's get into this episode. Next up, check this out. Okay, Southwest Airlines. Y'all, I have never flown Southwest. And so I have to put y'all on game if y'all also have never flown Southwest. First of all, If you have babies, this is like A1, period, because they have family boarding, and it literally is not a line. You just board the plane during family boarding. You get yourself situated. Um, On some of the flights that I just went on, they even reserve certain roles for people with um, family and children under six, and it was just uh, perfection. Oh, my gosh. I just... I love that about them. They were super accommodating, helping me to get items around because I was traveling by myself with baby girl. And so 10 out of 10, recommend them to families with children under six. Also, you get two check bags for free. What? I've been paying for my bags this whole time. Ain't nobody told me I get two check bags. Two check bags for free. Two carry-ons, basically, because you have your personal item as long as it can fit under your seat, and I carry a large bag with me. 
And also whatever you can put in the overhead bin. So it's just like chef's kiss. I loved my Southwest experience. Um, the only con that I find, and it's a big one, is that you do have to find your own seat. Now, that seems ghetto, right? You get on the bus, be in line at the bus stop, hop on the bus, all the good seats is gone. By the time you get up there, I understand. They do have an option for you to upgrade your boarding to A1 through 15, I think it is. So that's like the first people on the plane. And so then you get to choose where you sit. But if you are like me and you just always go the cheaper route and you don't want to upgrade and all that good stuff, then it can be a little more taxing if you get into lower boardings because by then all the other seats will be taken. So, of course, you won't get a window, you won't get an aisle, maybe you get stuck in the middle and that ain't hot. So, I suggest if it, if you're interested in it, go ahead and check out Southwest. They are not ghetto over there. It's a good time. Well, I hope you check that out. If there's anything that you feel like I should check out, make sure to email me at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com. And if it seems worth my while, I'll check it out and let you know here on the podcast. Your favorite segment is up next. These are things you should and should not do. You should know your friends. Pray. Pray, okay? These are the facts. Okay. This is about to be fighting words. I understand, but this is my podcast and I say what I want. These are the official rules to the game Taboo. Just a reminder, these are my facts. Not to be confused with take me to court facts. I got a kid, a new house. I don't need those kind of problems. But I promise you, if you play the game like this, you won't have no problems in your house. Okay? Number one, do not say any word or a derivative of any word on the card. Number two, Keep your hands down. Number three, your body needs to remain still. Number four, talk to more than one person on the team. All those likes wasting time on inside jokes and trying to do like the whole mind trips with your spouse and all that, keep that for something else, okay? That's not for taboo. Make clues for everybody on your team. Number five, Decide ahead of time what cards are skippable and do your best to remove them. So if you ain't going to be playing movie actors or anything like that, remove those ahead of time. Don't try to say, oh, no, this is too hard, and then try to skip it and get points. No, 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 no. We're going to decide up front what cards are acceptable and what cards are not. Number six, skips go to the other team because they probably could have guessed it themselves. And files, or saying a word on a card, removes a point because you brought this on yourself. Got it? Skips, points go to the other team. Files, they remove a point from your score. Number seven, the other team keeps time. Number eight, save your cards for points' sake. Number nine, if there's a protest, it occurs when the round is done. And finally, number 10, play this game last. Even if these rules are followed, people are going to leave mad and right after the game. So just play this game at the last minute when the party is winding down. All right. I love y'all. These are the facts. I do hope you run with them. This episode is entitled The Family Business. 
If you have a family business, hit me up in my DMs because I'd love to check it out. There is something both heartwarming and also intriguing to me about a family-owned and operated business, mainly because I know my family dynamic. I know who gets along and who doesn't. I know how most of them manage or mismanage their money. Their personalities literally go across the entire spectrum. When I think of someone like Marseille Martin or other child-turned-adult stars, as she gets older, her parents' roles most certainly change, don't they? They aren't needed on set anymore, and I'm sure it's discouraged. Their roles have to be refined and adjusted to meet the current needs of her business and brand. In any event, people tend to want to put the whole team on when they have something going well. It's much better to give them a job on the team than to always be giving them money and handouts every now and again. The team brand wins by having more hands on deck. This is certainly what Kevin Hart has done with his brand. So, the idea of a family business is that you keep the money inside the family and the family keeps it going, hopefully for legacy's sake, forever. So now, I have a question to pose. Is your family working together in the family business? Our family business. Like, God the Father's family business. We are all his children all around the world. We are in different climates and terrains. We don't all speak the same language. However, we are all in the business, and our mission statement was given to us by our brother Jesus. Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. Matthew 28, 19 through 20. When you think of it, how are you doing on your assignment? And then how does your family measure up? It's great if you have a personal relationship with God and you are seeing fruits of that relationship in your life. However, what about your family? As I'm reading through the Bible, I'm passing through 1 Chronicles, which as the name suggests, chronicles the events through the Old Testament. It features a lot of names and you know how that goes. It's like taking a role in a public school in the hood. I'm black people. Trust me, it's okay. It's just a joke. I'm just saying. My first name and last name rarely got stated correctly. It literally just happened on Sunday in the Uber. So I'm mostly listening to the audio Bible. But what I found so intriguing and endearing is how it says this person and their sons work this part of the temple. This person and their sons work this section. This family was in charge of cleaning and this for singing praises. And they did the work of God together, each with their own convictions. As I'm reading, it's not feeling like how we got drugs to church as kids for every single time the doors of the church were open. My mama had a key to the church when I was young, and my goodness. This commitment by the families and tribes of Israel was more for the sake of this is what we get to do. Everyone had experienced the goodness of God, and as one sound, they committed their lives for His glory. I like to interject here. This was before the way, now referred to as Christianity. Israel was God's chosen people. The rest of us got in on the overflow of Christ's blood. The sacrifices they made to contribute to even the reverence of God in his temple was by choice. They were already chosen. The actual blood and grain offerings required preparation, and they all participated even though they were loved of God and chosen. Now that we know God extended his unconditional, unwavering, unlimited love and his grace and mercy that renews every single morning to us, the Gentiles, 
What could this look like in our family if it doesn't look like that already? As I think of my mom's direct lineage, we most certainly can do better. Not that we all have to do the same thing, but we should all be doing something. My mom was faithful to say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Trust and believe, if you and your family are not serving the Lord, you are absolutely serving something. In modern day, we have plenty of idols. In the Bible times, they had actual idols, actual gods that they worshiped. The scripture says in Joshua 24, 14 through 15, so fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshiped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. That was in our youth, me and my siblings, when we had no choice but to serve our mother's God. Now as adults, we have experienced enough of God to know him as our own. And I have to ask, are we doing our part to serve the Lord? Showing him on the earth? Participating in his ultimate goal that the whole world will one day come into the knowledge of his glory? Coming into the knowledge of his glory means to experience his power and his majesty. We know enough to know that everyone won't accept him. But how well are we collectively pushing the needle forward? What mark has the Johnsons, the Williams, Garcias, Jones, Malcolms, Gregories, Smiths, Millers, Lees, Taylors, Martinez, Thompsons, Lopez's, Wrights, the Bakers, or insert your family name? What mark has your family made together? When you think of your last name, how has it impacted the kingdom and grown it in any way? Let's pray. God, help us to draw people closer to you, even if that means our own family and friends. Help us to be an instrument in your brands. We want to find a rhythm of service to your goal of touching the world. Help us to make or find an opportunity to speak to our family about our impact. Be with us as we work to mend relationships that may be hindering our desire or ability to work together in our family. If we are already in service to you, we want to be able to help our family identify how they can use their gifts, talents, time, and tithe to serve you too. Collectively, we can be an impact, and it will be said of our families that these are they that came and served the Lord and turned the world upside down. Man, I really hope that encouraged you to dig deep, to find the spaces in your family where you guys can do better. I know my mom found service in all the things. She was in everything, doing everything. And it was all to the glory of God. And I want to make sure that our family, my mom's kids and her grandkids, continue on in that legacy of being the hands and feet of Jesus Christ in the earth. And I want you to commission yourself to do that all throughout the week. This part of the episode is Say That. I want you to write this down. I want you to post it everywhere you can see it. I want you to put it in your phone. I want you to paste it on your refrigerator just as a reminder of what we talked about today, that you will go out and do the same in your own family. So I want you to say this after me. Serving God serves me. 
Okay, say it again one more time until you believe it. Serving God serves me. And it's absolutely true, family. Every time that you do something for God, it is sowing seeds for a harvest that you need. You may not know it, but God knows all that we need. And every time we worship him, every time we serve his vision, every time we are in the place to be used by him, he swoops in and saves the day like only he can. I love you, and I hope you'll keep that on your mind all week long. Hey, if you listened to this episode and something I said convicted you or made you think to yourself, do I know God? Am I a part of his chosen people? If that's you and you want to make that decision today, I want to give you the opportunity to do that. It's really simple. One, you have to believe in your heart and accept him as he is because he's going to in turn accept you just as you are. And with that, I want you to begin to believe it. Believe that Jesus, his son, was brought to the earth, lived a human's life, sinless, died, was risen again, and now sits at the right hand of the Father. And I know it can be crazy to think, but I want God. In fact, I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to help your unbelief. Right now, if you want to take God as your Savior, repeat this prayer after me. Say, Dear God, I want to believe, but help my unbelief. I want to welcome you into my life as Lord. Come in, Father. Change me. Renew me. Transform me. I believe your son died. I believe he rose again. And I believe he's making intercession for me. For the rest of my life, God, make me new. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, family. If you just said that prayer, you have gone from a friend to a royal. And I am so proud of you. I want you to hit me up in my email at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com if you've made this important decision. I want to resource you. I want to congratulate you. And I want to walk alongside you as you get to know God for yourself. Give me that opportunity because, listen, it's a whole party happening right now. The angels are rejoicing. The Bible tells us that if even one comes to Christ, the whole heavens rejoice. And we here at Dear King are rejoicing with you, too. I love you so much, and I'm so proud of their decision, and God is going to make it worth your while. Thank you, Royals, for listening to today's episode. Please get with me all throughout the week at Dear King Podcast on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you and find out how this message of comfort and conviction to push you forward in God's army and uh, His agenda for the world. I want to hear how that has affected you this week so please hit me up in my dms make sure you're checking out the stories we're praying on the stories going through scripture on the stories every single day and make sure you comment on the post throughout the week i'm going to remind you of that say that and i want you to in the comments repeating after me i love y'all so so much so so much it's nothing you can do about it until next week y'all goodbye royals